Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Hey everybody, today, guys, are you so excited to learn about the Clean Energy Frontier Program? And today we have Chad Richards. Hello, Chad. Hi, Brooklyn. How are you? Pretty good. Are you excited to teach oh, I'm, so anytime much- I get Anytime I get to talk about clean energy and Bruce Gray and Huron, I am jazzed up. So yes, very excited. That's what we like to hear. <laughs> Perfect. So you can tell us a little bit, starting off, you could tell us a bit about you. Yeah, my name is Chad Richards. I'm the director of the Clean Energy Frontier Program, which is housed at the Nuclear Innovation Institute over in Port Elgin. Um, a little bit about me personally, I, I grew up in Chesley, so right down the road from uh, uh, Launchpad there in Hanover. Um, and yeah, I've spent uh, some a number of years working for uh, in politics uh, with our some of our local representatives. I worked with our member of parliament and our member of provincial parliament for a little bit, and uh, now I've recently moved over to to the NII in uh, in October to to head up the Clean Energy Frontier Program, which is what we're here to talk about today. Awesome. So yeah, if you could uh, get into that for us, tell us all about the the Clean Energy Frontier Program. What it's all about? Yeah, it's it's a relatively new program, but it it is kind of piggybacks off of a previous program that was in existence that was called the uh, Nuclear Economic Development and Innovation Initiative. And what that program was, it had been around since about 2016. And what the real focus of it was, is to was to bring nuclear supply chain companies uh, and clean energy companies up to the Bruce Gray Huron area. So it was all about attracting new business, getting them to set up um, a local footprint in the region. And it was incredibly successful because of those efforts we have now more than 60 clean energy companies that operate in the tri-county region of bruce gray and huron so what the what the nii is is doing now through this program and with the support of bruce power and bruce county is we're transitioning to this new phase of the partnership called the clean energy frontier program and really what we're doing with that is we're saying look we have bruce power right in our backyard we've got 60 clean energy companies we've got a community that really supports clean energy uh strong local leadership let's tell people outside of the tri-county region how great this region is and let's let's continue to build that community support and and make sure that everybody knows the benefits of these companies operating in the region and and really the uh, benefits that the region is providing to the rest of the province as well. That's that is so that is so great. So that kind of goes into my next question. So what yeah what makes Gray Gray Bruce Huron County such a, a great place for this for this new um, new program? Yeah, so I kind of touched on it there uh, previously, but uh, when you look at just when you take the kind of 30,000 feet view of the region and you look at what we have in our backyard, it's really we're a prime spot for clean energy production and and uh, clean energy economy. So we have Bruce Power right in our backyard one of the largest nuclear facilities in the in the in the world uh, it produces 30% of our province's electricity in the form of clean uh, greenhouse gas free um, and nuclear power um, 
so that's a huge bonus for us. Um, and then, like I referenced before, the 60, more than 60 companies who decided to come up to the region, uh, establish a local presence and, and operate in this space right in the Tri-County region uh, is a huge benefit as well. Um, the other key kind of critical piece of infrastructure is that the the Tri-County region has uh, existing transmission lines that connect our area to different areas of the province that use a lot of electricity. So that, that infrastructure is already in place. It's not like we need to go and build a whole bunch more power lines to get electricity from the region down to places where that use more electricity, that that infrastructure already exists. So that, again, is another kind of check mark in the wind column for Bruce Gray here on. And then uh, lastly, I think the, and potentially the biggest asset is, is how much our community supports clean energy and uh, the strong local leadership that we have at the uh, county, the municipal government level, the provincial level, and, uh, and the federal levels of government for, for our region and for clean energy more generally just makes us uh, really a prime spot for, for the, this, this area of the economy that's really growing. If you look at um, different goals from the federal government and the provincial government uh, around climate targets, that we're going to need clean, uh, carbon-free electricity more than ever in the coming years. And Bruce Gray and Huron are really the, the hotspot for that production. So sorry, you said that this, I understand this program is relatively new. Um, how, how long has it been in operation? Yeah, for sure. So the new the new phase of the the program, the Clean Energy Frontier Program, as it, it exists today, has really only been in existence since October of last year. So I joined the NII around that time, and we've really been um, working with our local communities to figure out exactly you know where we're going with this and what we're doing, and we've got it to a really good spot. Uh, so yeah, October October 2020 is when we when we kickstarted things, and we're looking forward to a really a really really strong year in 2020. Uh, moving forward. Awesome. So this, um, so obviously this podcast is called What's Your Nine to Five. It's kind of targeted to, more towards youth to see, you know, what other opportunities and careers they want to learn about. So how can youth get involved in this program? Absolutely, it's a great question, and it's really a, a key a key goal for the program that's been identified by uh, by the steering committee that that guides the work of that that I do on a day to day basis has been to connect with our youth population locally uh, and let them know really the benefits of. Uh, of this, of the clean energy industry in the region, and and how they're poised to to take advantage of these opportunities moving forward. So I'd say, from a program level, first of all, we have some social media accounts. We're trying to get some traction, so young people can can go on to to Twitter, Facebook. I know LinkedIn may be a little bit outside the demographic that we're we're targeting here, but if they have a LinkedIn account, go on there as well. And really, it's a good way to uh, to hear about uh, the different companies that are operating operating in the region and following along sharing that story with us would be a great way for them to get involved if they have questions i i have an open door policy um hit me up send me a note um give me a shout whatever works and i can connect them with whoever they need to connect with in the industry to learn more about uh, different areas they different topics they might be interested in from a career path perspective and then i think from a practical perspective uh, outside of you know the, the what the the work that i do on a day-to-day -day basis just in terms of the opportunities that exist you look at what's going on at bruce power they're engaged in what's what they're 
what's called the major component replacement over at Bruce Power, which is going to create uh, over the life cycle of the program of the project, uh, twenty two thousand uh, direct and indirect jobs from the operations of the program, and then beyond that, uh, additionally five thousand jobs annually over the entire life cycle. And that that project is going to extend the life of Bruce Power out to twenty sixty four, which is a massive opportunity for young people in the region. If you look at the types of jobs that are going to be needed for a very long period of time in the region. And we're talking, we're not talking, you know, just, you don't have to be a nuclear engineer to work at Bruce Power. You, you, they, they're in need of a, a variety of positions across the skilled trade. So we're talking welders. I know at, over at Launchpad, you guys have a great welding shop. I've been there, toured it. It's, it's outstanding. Mm-hmm. So we're, they're going to need welders, millwrights, boilermakers, you name it. There's a a tremendous number of opportunities in the skilled trades uh, that, and they're going to be hiring them by the hundreds and thousands at, over the uh, life cycle of the MCR project and beyond. And then for uh, other opportunities outside the trades, you're looking at, you know, a need for IT professionals, uh, logistics professionals, uh, communications professionals and engineers and scientists. So it's really, it's kind of like everything that you might need and want in terms of a career path right here in our own backyard, which is super exciting. gets me really fired up about the the opportunity for young people in the region in the future. And then that, that, that's almost at, that's at almost exclusively at Bruce Power alone. And then you have these 60 plus companies who are supporting that work that, that have their own opportunities as well. And, and in a similar light. So it's, it's really, really exciting when you think about the opportunity uh, that we have here as a region. Yeah, it sounds like there's going to be just so many positions available for so many people. So if you're a tradesperson, a young tradesperson, you got to hop on this. This will, this will be, that'd be great. So, yeah, you got, to, you got to be excited about it. That's for sure. So you mentioned, I like, I know how Bruce Power does. They do like co-ops, mentorships, apprenticeships. They do a lot of things over there. Like as we, as we just said, does the Nuclear Innovation Institute do any of that same type of things? So we're, we're the Nuclear Innovation Institute is in a pretty uh, we're we're a relatively young organization so we're still kind of finding our feet in terms of uh, with respect to that but it certainly if there are young people who are interested in in learning more about the NII uh, definitely uh, shoot me a note and maybe there's a way that we can attach my email address to the the podcast here people should feel free to to get in touch with me and and I'm and we're happy to chat about that for sure. Awesome. Awesome. So, so let's get maybe a bit more into your job specifically and what you do. So what, what is your kind of day to day? Like I know a lot of jobs, it differs, you know, what you exactly do on a daily basis, but like, what's your, what would you say is your average nine to five? Like (laughs) it's, it's ever changing. So in the, when I first joined NII in, uh, in October, it was really a lot of, a lot of meeting with, um, a lot of meetings with some key people in our uh, in the tri-county region um, just chatting with them about you know where they see opportunities to uh, to communicate the benefits of our region and opportunity and different groups to connect with uh, so we really worked to try and establish a really solid framework for the program and uh, a framework that would guide the work of this program moving forward and now that we're into uh, into really putting that we're we're at a point where the rubber's really meeting the road for the program. Uh, my day is really a lot of um, 
it's really a lot of communication, a lot of chatting with people and finding new opportunities. Um, hoping to do a lot more, uh, engage with a lot more um, uh, media outlets and, and podcasts like this one. I've been a fan of, but PS, small plug for uh, What's Your 9 to 5. You guys are a great podcast. I've been, uh, been a fangirl here for a while. So. Oh, thank you so much. It means a lot. So it's it's kind of like, you know, a bit like meeting a uh, celebrity, uh, celebrity <laughs> up to here. So. <laughs> uh, you're that broke for celebrities yeah <laughs> it's a yeah so it, it I, I just again yeah that's small plug for you guys but um so hoping to be a little bit more outward facing in our communications as we move forward into 2021 and really talking about uh getting out and talk, talking to different groups about the opportunities that exist here locally and uh, trying to facilitate as many connections that we can between the clean energy industry and other local industries. So we explore different opportunities for these 60 plus companies to connect with, you know, different different sectors of, of our local economy, like the agriculture sector is their work that maybe the ag sector is working on that clean energy also could have some some uh, some advice or some uh, some technology that could help them with. So doing that on a is sort of the day-to-day but uh, again that's always it's always kind of changing Uh, one day doesn't necessarily look like the other that's for sure awesome so as you said you're relatively new so there must definitely be have been some ups and downs so far how is it starting this uh i don't know if i should call it an initiative but this sort of project in covid uh it's been incredibly difficult um i think that when we when this idea when the idea for the program first came about they uh, uh, the the powers that be uh, envisioned a lot of face-to-face meetings and a lot of different uh, types of public events where we could get a lot of people in the same room uh, and and talk about different ways that we can work together as a region to tell our story beyond beyond the the borders of the three municipalities um, and also to facilitate those connections within them but you know, I don't think that anything really replaces a handshake. Uh, and you know, trying to get people to connect virtually is great, uh, but it's it's definitely difficult. So that's been a stumbling block for us for sure. Trying to facilitate connections when you can't meet face to face has been a little bit difficult. So we're optimistic by uh, um, with the news of the vaccines, and hopefully, you know, the rollout can be can be quick, and we can get some people in a room together and talk about how we how we build the region up together and how we kind of brag about ourselves uh, on the provincial and federal uh, levels. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. Fingers crossed. I know it's been weird for me not being able to shake people's hands. And like, I see it in TV shows now and I'm like, it, is, it even looks weird, which is weird in itself. But um, now getting back to your job. So what, like, what do you, what's a moment that sticks out to you that it's like, like while you're working, like this happens or something happens, you're like, man, I, I just love my job. Like what, what do you love most about your job? I think the opportunity to to brag about Bruce Gray here on is really the best part of my job. Um, off the top, I mentioned I'd worked uh, um, in in uh, local politics, and and really, I'm I'm such a huge fan of our region, and I I think that our region gets undersold a lot of the time. I think people think uh, people in Toronto just know that there's this place north of them that exists, um, yeah. and they don't really know what goes on up there. So having the opportunity to to talk to those people down in Toronto and say, by the way, we provide 30% of this province's electricity and we are 
we are engaged in massive infrastructure projects up here. We are vital to our provincial economy. Uh, that that part I think is the most the most gratifying for me is being able to say this region is important and we matter and there's a lot of great things going on up here. Thirty um, percent. I did not know that. That's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's really impressive, and the the major component replacement project that I that I referenced is going on at Bruce Power right now. It's actually Canada's largest private sector infrastructure project. So across the country, there's no bigger building project going on than than what's happening at Bruce Power. So it's just truly a tremendous opportunity for us, and I think that you know building that local support and letting everybody know here on the ground in the in the region what's going on and then taking that beyond our borders and telling the rest of the province how awesome and important we are is is just truly exciting stuff and i'm uh really fired up to be part of it um sorry i'm just thinking here so <laughs> You said that it was harder with COVID and that you want to be eventually on a bigger scale, but what is like the end goal? What are you, in the end, what do you want to have happen? Absolutely. So I think, uh, you know, a specific example of what I'd like to see happen is is to put together through the Frontier program and with the support of uh, uh, Bruce County and Gray County, Huron County and, and Bruce Powers to put together uh, a regional economic summit where we talk about all of these topics together. So bringing in the different sectors, whether that so from clean energy, agriculture, tourism, get everybody in the same room uh, and talk about our strengths, our weaknesses, our opportunities going forward. Um, and I think that it, we can do that virtually and you can host those types of events, but nothing really replaces that in-person uh, meeting like that. So that's kind of a specific, a specific example of something that has been impacted by COVID that we would really like to do. And then just generally, I think getting out more uh, and uh, and meeting and meeting with people face to face is really going to be is really going to be critical. The end goal for the program is really um, is really to establish recognition for our region outside of the region um, and build the support that we are build on the support that we already have here locally for clean energy. So um, eventually, hopefully one day, hopefully one day when you're walking downtown Toronto and you say you're from the Bruce Gray Huron region, people go, hey, that's where that's where clean energy happens. That's where a lot of clean energy production takes place. That's that's kind of our goal. Oh, yeah. I'd like that. That would be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's such a great goal. So um we asked this question to everybody who comes on. And if you've listened, you probably know what that is. So Chad, if you could go back in time and talk to yourself as a 16-year-old, uh, what would you say to him? Like, would you? Did you ever think you'd be you'd be doing this kind of job? That's yeah. I I, I think that I would say just keep. I, I don't think that I ever envisioned. You know that I would. I had always been interested in. Um, um, in doing something related to politics. It's what I went to school for. I went out to uh, to university and studied political science and got a master's degree in political management. So it was always kind of related to politics. And then um, it just led me here. So I think that what I would say to my my younger self, my 16-year-old self, is uh, is to keep uh, trust your gut and keep going, keep going with where you think you should be going, and it'll lead you to where you need to go. Um, it really, it kind of went, came full circle for me. I had the opportunity to to do a lot of really cool stuff with our member of parliament and a member of provincial parliament, and that it kind of all all trails lead home. So it brought me home here to the the Bruce Gray Huron region, and I'm I'm super excited about it. 
That is that is so cool. That's so cool to hear, man. Um, so, um, is there anything else you got? You guys kind of want to plug anything you want to let the listeners know? Any youth out there know? Um, anything you want to say? I just just to leave them with the message that uh, that really you don't you don't have to leave the the tri county region to get a really a really good and awesome job. There's going to be opportunity galore here for years to come. Um, and if anybody has any questions uh, specifically about what we're trying to do here at the Clean Energy Frontier Program or at the NII, to just get in touch. We're a pretty we're a pretty open group and would happily answer any questions that anybody has. And also to thank you guys for for offering me the or for allowing me the opportunity to to join you here today and and talk about this and uh, uh, would happy be happy to come back anytime you guys want uh, to to keep chatting about it. I think that there's going to be as the year goes on, there's going to be lots of opportunities that open up and uh, and happy to make myself available anytime. Awesome. Okay. Well, the people need to know this stuff. This is important. We need to make <laughs> exactly. it known around here before we can be known from the people in Toronto. Yeah, exactly. We're the underdogs, baby. We'll pull through. We always do. Gray Bruce all day. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Chad. It's good to have somebody who is as passionate about what they do as you. And um, I'm sure a lot of youth are going to get a lot out of this. And they can, uh, they can, if there are any any young tradesmen out there, um, this is the check out Bruce Power. Check out this program. It's a great thing. So, um, no, thanks again for uh, popping on, Chad. We really appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Chad Richards, ladies and gentlemen.